And good morning, Takers. It is March 5th, 2022. We got Ryan the Tagless Haynes in the house and Bat Bitch. I'm vengeance. You ate my leftovers. I have to kill you. <laughs> Ryan, I want to start off with the top that I am very excited for the Batman coming out this weekend, or it's already mm-hmm. out. And I have been avoiding spoilers as much as I can. As much as I can, even though it was spoiled, and I'll get that to that in the leftovers. But is there anything more exciting happening this week than the Batman? Are we going to be talking about anything that's more exciting? <laughs> yeah, Dynasty Cells, man. Dynasty <sighs> Cells, Combine News, all that is way more exciting than the, than the Batman. Way more. Way more. Um... <clears throat> Some may say, some may say you would pay to see this show just like you would the Batman, but you don't have to. You could listen to us for free. Apple, Spotify, Google, and Amazon. And you can watch us on YouTube. Just a tip, a fantasy football podcast. Uh, it is the off season still. We are going to get into Dynasty Cells, like Ryan mentioned. We'll get into Combine News, Trade Rumors, Players on the Move. Uh, we'll get into that. And just an update on what we're doing. Uh, next week, we'll give like a free agency preview. And Regan will be back with us. He's uh, He'll be off vacation. So if you're missing IR Regan, we miss him just as much, probably more. Uh, need that comedic relief of uh, mispronouncing names. And I'm uh, just kidding. Just messing with you, Regan. Uh but he's been working on the logo, so we'll be getting that done hopefully in two weeks when we have our year anniversary, Ryan. Almost a year. Look at that. Can you believe that, weeks. man? I cannot. And I can you believe we're like almost a quarter way through this year. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> uh, incredible. Incredible. But without further ado, Ryan, let's uh, get in your briefs and see what's happening. Sweet sassy molassy. Yeah, I think uh, most of the offseason news is coming from Dallas here early on. I don't know what's pretty, happening down there. Pretty much, man. Uh, so first bit of news, Amari Cooper looks like he's expected to be released. And uh, they just signed Michael Gallup to an extension. So what's uh, what's happening here, Mac? What are your initial reactions with, with this um, news? They didn't sign him yet. They're working on it. Okay. But he... Yeah, he tore his ACL in January, and they're gonna do a long-term deal with Gallup. Like, there's no guarantee with ACL tears that you'll be all right in a long-term deal. I don't know. He's a wide receiver too, at best. He's not Amari Cooper. I don't get it. I guess he's just too expensive. I mean, he did score a touchdown in that last play before he tore his ACL, or as he, he tore his ACL, I suppose. As he did. So. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Oh. So maybe that's what they're thinking. It's like, you know, what, what happened last with Michael Gallup? He scored a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Where do you um, think no. Amari Cooper goes? Uh, Amari Cooper, I mean, who knows where he's at in his career, man. The guy hasn't won anything yet. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, he. I don't know what kind of personality he has. I don't know if he's a guy that's going to want to go chase championships or if he's a guy that's going to want to go cash in. Um. You know, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be surprised if we saw him almost uh, follow suit like guys like Marvin Jones. I know he's more talented than Marvin Jones, but like Jacksonville, 
Cleveland kind of ends up on like a mid mid tier team, a team that's really not expected to to win the Super Bowl, but cashes in. So hmm. we'll see what happens. Or a one year prove it deal somewhere. I I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, I could see him in Jacksonville. They could use him. Uh, that'd be that'd be nice. But yeah, I I don't know. Watch him go to the Chiefs. They seem to get get those type of guys that get released. So, uh, what does this do for CD Lamb though? See, make this make him a top ten wide receiver now, even though he had a disappointing back half of the stretch last year. I don't think it automatically guarantees that he's going to be top 10, but I think he's going to be in the wide receiver one conversation. I mean, we've talked on this show so much about volume and mm. uh, with, without Amari Cooper there and your next biggest uh, competition for, for targets is going to be Michael Gallup or Cedric Wilson if they don't pick up anybody. So if that's the case, if that's the wide receiver core, they're going to go into 2022 with CD lamb definitely has a good chance of being a, a wide receiver one. Yeah, I think so. I hope so. Anyway, uh, I like him as a player, so we'll see. Yeah, and the other bit of news that came out of Dallas, uh, Matthew Berry reports that they're going to franchise tag Dalton Schultz. So because Blake Jarwin tore his ACL last year, I guess that opened up the the possibility of Dosh, Dalton Schultz get, getting franchise tagged this year. So how do you feel about them bringing him back? It, it kind of makes sense. This news goes hand in hand. So with Gallup long term, then they're going to need Schultz just in case Gallup doesn't work out too well. And he was a target machine last year without Amari Cooper. They're going to need him. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know how to feel about these moves. I mean, I, I get that Amari Cooper had a disappointing season, but so didn't CD CD Lamb. So didn't uh that whole that entire offense i was really. gonna say the entire team did i was so, trying to trying to look up uh how old dalton schultz is i'm still annoyed i dropped him last off season because <laughs> they're like oh blake jarwin's gonna be the starter no need to worry about uh dalton schultz i think is 27 going on 28 yeah yep but for a tight end is not it's that's not old no nope, he's you 25 know, that's you, He's 25. 25? Oh, okay. So, I mean, he's, he's hitting his peak, um, but we're going to get more into Dalton Schultz later. Cause I got some things to say about him. Ooh, hoo, hoo. I know. Love when you All tease right. me like that. Here's another tease. Are you ready? Mm. Russell Wilson to the Washington commanders. Uh, you know what I think about that name? What? <laughs> <laughs> I, I just, I don't like it. Uh, but yeah, so Russell Wilson to the Commanders reportedly rumored, not reported, I should specify, rumored to give multiple first rounds for Russell Wilson. But then Russ doesn't want to go there. So Mr. Unlimited, I still think he wants to go to like a the Big Apple. I I could see the Giants next year. He playing out his uh, next season in Seattle. But then this... I found this from uh, Pete Carroll <laughs> saying they've been fielding calls for Russell Wilson, but they don't see themselves parting ways with him. This is like me saying that, yeah, I'm I'm working out. I'm losing my goal is to lose 50 pounds, but I'm not parting ways with the buffet. 
what's going on here, Ryan? Like <laughs> Pete Carroll just talks out of both sides of his mouth. No wonder players want to get out of there. Oh, he's always done that for sure. Yeah. Yeah. You have there's no I nobody has any idea of what's going to happen with Russell Wilson this year. I mean, I think you can expect him to be back in Seattle. Franchise quarterbacks very rarely get traded. Matthew Stafford being the exception last year. It doesn't seem to be this doesn't seem to be a team that's in a total rebuild like the Lions were. So I don't I don't know. I feel like the easy solution is to go out and find some linemen for Russell Wilson. Mm. And then he'll probably be happier. But Russell Wilson's like, you know, spewing stuff out of his mouth too. The West Coast is is better for me right now. I'd rather be on the West Coast. But then he's like talk, you know, he got what did he buy? Like a house or real estate in New York. Um his wife is working for Good Morning America in New York as well. So I I don't know. I think he's he's going out, but probably not this season. I think the uh details are just a bit too complicated. Uh, we'll see, though. I just I don't think he's happy there. Uh, if you want to read more about that, though, CBS Brian Diardo has a column up on his site. That's where I was reading that stuff from. If you want more details about that, which <laughs> who wouldn't? <laughs> uh, I think we, got we gave you everything else? you needed to know. That was it. Pretty much. Uh, pretty much. Sa- Saquon Barkley trade rumors. Uh, supposedly 11 teams interested. And uh, your, your Miami Dolphins? Mm-hmm. They're they're involved in this too. They are uh, number one on the list. So he has seven million, just over seven million dollars on his hit uh, cap hit, and the Giants need to make some cap room to get. Speaking of getting a better O line, mm-hmm. um, so they may be trading him out. He's twenty five. I'm not sure if he'll be twenty six before the season starts, but he'll be looking for a contract extension. Is this the time to? trade for Saquon Barkley. I know we did our buys lap last episode. We didn't bring him up. Uh should have been an honorable mention. But I don't know. I just sent out a trade. I don't have many first picks, so I set my <laughs> 20 to 24 uh and a couple thirds and a player to get Saquon Barkley because I think he'll be motivated and if he gets to a better team, that resurgence we could see a James Conner type style. Uh, that's why I'd be hoping for. He's a guy that I think you can try to see how uh, how desperate players are or, or fantasy players are to, to mm-hmm. get rid of them uh, and just throw out trades like you just did. You know, it, I, and it's not insulting a first round pick, a future first, a no. player, a few other picks. Uh, you're not going to insult anybody by making an offer like that. You know, if you're offering, hey, here's uh four third round picks for Saquon, you know, that person's just going to be pissed at you, but go out, feel around, don't offer too much for him right now. Um, But I do think that Saquon's still got a lot left in the tank, man. He's just had a couple of unlucky seasons. And if he returns to form in any way, he's definitely worth two first round picks for a contender. Um, So that's kind of how I feel about that situation. I don't know if ultimately he gets traded. I mean, he's like, he was the cornerstone of that team for that, for his first two years. Like I said, he's been unlucky. If you get a healthy Saquon back on that giants team and you give him a few offensive linemen, whether it be through free agency or in the draft, uh, you, you could still make a formidable offense there. Very much. So I don't know how to get a read on the giants because 
they have rumored to be moving on from Kadarius Tony as well. <laughs> so they're Joe Judge Joe screwed that team over pretty bad. <laughs> and now they're just I think they're just going to be rebuilding hardcore. So I think he will be traded. That's just my gut feeling. Uh, Barkley, that is not Tony. I don't know where that's coming from. Yeah, why would you trade a second-year receiver? What are you What are you going to get for him? And he's a second-year receiver who showed that he has some flashes. That doesn't That doesn't make any sense whatsoever. You're rebuilding. Those are the guys you're looking for. <laughs> exactly. It, it It made no sense. Uh, I'm not even going to cite the article I was reading. Wasn't worth it. Don't waste your time. There you go. Uh, All right, now we got some combine rumors, right? Yeah, let's check out some uh, young studs here. That's what she said. <laughs> uh quickly we'll run through some combine we'll we'll get into more of the rookie class probably after free agency but what have you been seeing from the combine well i know a little bit about Brees hall i've been following him for uh Mm -hmm. the last couple of off seasons uh clearly the biggest running back name of this draft although there's some debate whether or not kenneth walker might be able to kind of overtake him uh depending on where he lands uh so Brees hall though big back Runs hard, seems to beat the consensus first pick. Uh, so that's kind of what we're looking at right now for who's going to be number one in this upcoming uh, 2022 rookie draft. Hype trains up. I think, yeah, what is he, 217, something like that? 220 is his mm-hmm. weight. Uh, Jonathan Taylor type vibes. So if you have the 101, <laughs> I, I would definitely take him. Uh, but we'll, like I said, we'll dive deep into that. Yeah, you know, people are going to get cute. You know, it's like it, like in the 2020 draft with Jonathan Taylor, clearly the most talented running back coming out of college, broke all kinds of record records at Wisconsin. Ceh ends up in in Kansas City, and everyone's like, "Whoa, Ceh is in Kansas mm-hmm. City. That's the best offense. It's going to be the best situation." And then people started passing on JT, and look at look at where they that's where look at where they are now because of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, watch. Watch uh, Hall go to like Denver or something. They still have Javante <laughs> Williams and Melvin Gordon. Uh, All right. What what do you have going on? You got some 40, 40 yard dash news over here? Oh, uh, yeah. I was just making a note of that in the ticker. But uh looks like the Ohio State wide receivers are doing well. But uh, Chris, I'm going to call him Olaf. But Olave. Olave. <laughs> I always go Olaf like <laughs> from Frozen. But, uh, so he had his timing corrected from uh, his 40 dash 4.26 to a 4.39. I don't know how big you difference. get. Yeah, that's kind of a big difference. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then uh, Tyquan Thornton uh, from Baylor wide receiver, he broke the record at first 4.21, but then it moved to a 4.28. So I'm not really sure how it happened, but. The timing during uh, pro days and stuff, the weights were all off on these players. Their timings were generous. So I didn't think it would happen this year. But I don't know. I I think people overrate the 40 dash time as well. Because you go back and you look at Kareem Hunt, uh, Alvin Kamara, as they were above 4.5. And Alvin Kamara, he was the number one pick. Uh, in fantasy drafts, like just don't uh, first round pick, not number one. Uh, excuse me, 
but just don't take too much stock in it because the record holder is John Ross, who is fantasy <laughs> irrelevant so, with a 4.22. So yeah, don't take and, much uh, stock in all this. Tom Brady ran like a 5-1 or something, right? <laughs> oh, I don't know. I know Vince Wilfork would beat him in the 40 time. Yeah, there I, you go. I've seen that. So <laughs> that is great. Uh, yeah, wrap up real quick. Uh, from all the combine news, uh, apparently Miami Dolphin Twitter, you guys are ridiculous. I know there's a few listeners. Stop it. They're saying <laughs> Miami's going to get uh, draft two rookie wide receivers. They're going to fall in their lap, apparently. Uh, and Calvin Ridley, they're going to trade for, and they're going to pick up Amari Cooper. Shut the fuck up. Stop it. <laughs> they're rebuilding a bit brand new coach who apparently is the NFL's favorite coach right now. Rich Eisen uh, loves him. He was on Pat McAfee's show, which was great. Great talk there. I don't <laughs> know if you see those clips, uh, but check them out, that, especially the Pat McAfee one. Uh, but yeah, he's a lovable guy. I, I could see him trading for Calvin Ridley, but not drafting two wide receivers. You just spent that for Waddle last year. Yeah, Stop take it. all this with a grain of salt. Anytime a team has a ton of calorie uh, salary cap space, everyone everyone's going to them and calories. Yeah, yeah, obviously. The Dolphins they eat a lot. They eat a lot. They got, they are on this new uh, system with this new coach. So, <laughs> uh, but yeah, anytime a team has this much space, they get they're rumored to get everybody. Cleveland went through it last year. Miami's going through it this year. So just take it all with a grain of salt. Appreciate it, man. All right. Uh, you don't have anything else for that, right? No, let's get into All some cells here. Yeah, let's get into some cells, uh, dynasty cells. So, dynasty, if you don't play, but you're interested in it, kind of listen to this episode still. Get a vibe of what we're talking about because you look more in the long term than you do the short term in redraft leagues, which we usually talk about. Uh, but our last episode, season two, episode four. We talked about players that you would want to trade for. Now we're going to talk about players that we're going to trade away. So, Ryan, I say we get into it. Mm, trying to find my favorite drop, but I can't find it. Where are you? <laughs> Edit that out. Mm -hmm. Let us gingerly touch our tips. Would you like to go first or would you like me to? You know what? You you take the honors this week. Go right ahead. Oh, okay, I will. All right. So this one, it, it hurts a bit because this one's personal to me. Dalvin Cook. I love Dalvin Cook running back for Minnesota Vikings. He's going to be 27 this season, and he's coming off a disappointing year. The running back 16. Uh, and you definitely in redraft, you probably spent top three pick on him. Uh, in Dynasty, uh, I did mention in our buys last week to get Madison, Alexander Madison, who's his handcuff, who's the backup running back. And it would, I was saying you would have to do a package deal. If you want to get Madison, you'd have to get Cook. Probably have to spend a pretty penny for him. Uh, if you're not a contender, you need to trade Dalvin Cook right now. But keep mm -hmm. Madison if you have him. Uh, so Cook, he has a potential out in his contract in after the after this season. So in twenty twenty three, next off season, if we're still around, we'll be talking about it. Uh, 
he's get, got an out on his contract. And that, coincidentally, is when Madison becomes an unrestricted free agent. Mm. What I was talking about, I think he's going to be getting the contract. He's younger. They're just going to bring up Madison and not pay Dalvin Cook the money. He'll go get paid somewhere else. So I'm a little torn, Ryan, because I have Dalvin Cook. I want to win. I am contender. But I also don't have any picks. So if I don't win it this year, I'm kind of screwed. But I, th- I think he will go off this year. Uh, but he has had some injury troubles too, so there's always that. But I really hate doing that because no running back ever finishes a whole season. And everybody exactly. says in- injury prone. But uh, what, are you, what are your thoughts on, on him? Would you, in my position, keep him? Will you trade him to a contender for 23, 24 first? Years I'm talking about, not actual 23, <laughs> 24 first round picks. Uh, yeah, I mean, listen, I think you're absolutely right. If you are not a contender, if, even if you're just kind of floating in the middle, you have to trade Dalvin Cook right now. He's one of your most valuable assets. Uh, he's still likely going to have another really, really good year in 2022. People know that. They'll pay for it, especially if they're trying to contend, if they're trying to get somebody to put them over the top to win a championship. They'll probably give you two first round picks. They might give you a first round pick and a really young player like Elijah Moore that you could target um, mm. or like uh, a Devonte Smith, someone like that. Uh, if you can find those deals, go out, go ahead and make them. Uh, if you're a contender, if you're in your situation, Mac, I mean, you just got to assess in the season. If you're sitting there in week eight and you're four and four or you're, or you're, even if you're five and three, but you're not putting up the points that you want to put up, you're seeing that there might be one or two other rosters that are really uh, separating themselves from everybody else. Then you might want to go ahead and make that move uh, before the offseason. Because I'll tell you what, if you wait until next year in his age 28 season when he's an unrestricted free agent, uh, or if he opts out of his contract, which you likely will, and that's an out with Minnesota, right? They can choose to. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. It's a team uh, option, okay. Team option. I don't see them picking that up, especially with Madison, like you were saying. If he goes to a new team at 28, I, people aren't going to give you what they're going to give you now. Trade him now. He, he'll be Melvin guy. Gordon. He'll be Melvin mm-hmm. Gordon. That's exactly. what you, you'll get. Suitable. Like I would love to have Melvin Gordon on my team in real life and on fantasy. But if you're looking for that top five running back, it, now's the time. Or probably during the season, you got to flip him. Hopefully, yeah. he's coming out hot. That's a perfect comparison because you can trade Dalvin Cook as a top five running back right now. If you wait till next season, you're trading him at basically where Melvin Gordon is, which is probably closer to that running back to uh, territory. You could probably get one first round pick, and that's it. exactly yep. Like so nobody's going to be anymore. Yeah. Uh, just want to mention his uh, just a little bit of stats. He he did. He's pretty much uh, taken a hit in his touchdown department. He went from 13 touchdowns and 16 touchdowns down to six last year. Uh, and I'm a bit nervous with the coaching staff. O'Connell coming in from uh, the Rams. Mm-hmm. Are they going to run the ball like Minnesota has with Kubiak the past few years, senior and junior? I just. I'm a little bit nervous. They might just build around Jefferson and throw the ball a lot more than run it. 
Uh, and he's not really that much of a pass catching running back. That was Madison's job. Mm-hmm. He only had like one receiving touchdown. So, yeah, I think I, now's the time to trade him. I mean, listen, the fact that he was still a, a, a very good option last year, running back one last year, and he only had six touchdowns. I, I think that even if they shift the way that that offense runs in Minnesota, he's still going to be able to find the end zone more than he found it this year. Agreed. All right. Who's your first player? So my first player, I'm going to, I'm going to kind of start cold and work hot here and ruffle some feathers along the way. Uh, Just go all for it. Like I just did. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. I'm going to start slow here. Work you into it. Dalton Schultz. We just talked about him. Uh, And the reason why I'm saying sell now on Dalton Schultz, he was tight end three last year, 78 catches, 808 yards, eight touchdowns. He's still going to finish as a tight end one, which is not a very hard thing to do. We've talked about that in the past. Mm -hmm. Um, He's not going to be nearly as consistent, I don't think, as he was last year. And when you are looking in the offseason and there's somebody who's desperate, they're desperate to contend and they're very weak at the tight end position, They, you'll find some guys who will overvalue certain tight ends. So, for instance, last year I sold Robert Tunyon coming off of a tight end three season, had double-digit touchdowns, and I traded him for a 2023 first. No. Robert Tunyon did not play a game last year. And even if he – or he did play one game or a couple of games. Even if he played a whole season, that is, that is a steal. And you will find – players who will give you that value for a top five tight end uh and they and they won't look too deep into into why they were a top five tight end mm-hmm. so that is my that's my first any comments on dalton schultz what do you think uh i do i think i would keep him if i had him because especially with the news of amari cooper coming out mm-hmm. but like like you said the peak value of him would be right now. I'm not saying I'm not saying he's going to have a bad season by any stretch of the imagination. I'm just saying his value is the highest. It's probably going to ever be at this point. What if it's better next year? Playing on the franchise tag motivated. I I think Kelsey's still above him. Andrew's still above him. Hawkinson didn't play a full season. I think he's above him. Kittle didn't play a full season. I think he's, I think he slides out of that top five and he slides more down into like seven, eight, nine. I mean, you got guys like Dallas Goddard. You don't know what they're going to be next year. Uh, You don't know what a Zach Ertz is going to look like in a full season with, with Arizona. If he goes back with Arizona, I'm just saying he could slide down that tight end uh, ranking. And if he's a tight end nine next year, you're not getting what you're going to get coming off of his tight end three season. Nah, and remember, if Kyle Pitts catches more than one touchdown, he will take that's over. absolutely right. <laughs> and in America, I don't know uh, if that's going to happen though this year. To be honest with you, ooh, all right, we'll have to discuss that later. Yeah, all right, all right. So trade him for a first. Try to trade him for a first. See if anybody will jump on that this year, next year. It, it, doesn't, it doesn't even matter, matter. Yeah. honestly. And uh, if you can't get anything, if you can't get a first. Just hold on to him, but just mm-hmm. I'm just saying, throw out feeler, see if you can get somebody to, mm-hmm. to jump. All right, man, appreciate it. Yeah, I would, uh, I would trade a first form finding it a tight end. I think that's pretty fair. Agreed. Um, all right, next one for me, wide receiver from Detroit, 
Yeah, might shock you. Amon Ra St. Brown. Now, if you've been listening to us for a bit, you know, <laughs> conveniently, I think like episode five of last season, we talked about the rookie breakouts and Amon Ra was my guy. And I think this is the peak and it's only his second year, Ryan. So <laughs> oh, you got, I love this guy, but let me show you what my line of thinking is. Um, last season, he probably won you the championship. Uh, he had an awesome uh, championship week with like 37 points, but he had a whole run uh, from week 13 on. He had no less than 10 targets and he also had no less than eight receptions. And he had a touchdown in all those weeks except week 14. Uh, but he still scored like 17 points. Mm-hmm. So it's still you take that every single week you can. Um so you definitely want to sell on this aspect when people look at his stats, be like, look, he did this down the stretch. They're going to use him. They're going to target him and talk about Anthony Lynn was no longer the play caller. Uh, back in the first half of the season, after the bye week, they switched. They incorporated Amon Ross St. Brown a bit. This is what you got a massage in. Probably not just going to straight up sell Amon Ra. He's going to have to be a package deal. Uh, but I'm definitely looking to flip him. My reasoning, DeAndre Swift, their running back, he didn't play weeks 13 through 16. He did play week 17, but that was coming off the injury. He really wasn't part of the game plan. Uh, but before week 13, he was averaging 6.3 receptions per, per game mm-hmm. out of the backfield. So do you think that had some, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Impact. Implications, impact on Amon Ra's production, uh, correlation. Of course. I mean, DeAndre yeah. Swift, I think, was the number one targeted receiver for up until that point, week 13. And I could be I could be off, but I'm pretty sure I'm right. I'm pretty sure the running backfield was in general. Mm-hmm. Um, that was that was their play style. But then the other guy, their tight end, the big hawk, uh, TJ Hawkinson, he missed uh, week 14 on. All right, so he sometimes he would have two receptions, but then he'd have 10. Very mm-hmm. inconsistent. Uh, and if you had him and you started of it, you would be pretty disappointed at times. But he still, what was he, the tight end five on the year? Yeah. Uh, it was it was outrageous. So, uh, but because he went out, I think that's why Amon Ra went off as well. I think uh, he, oh, I'm sorry, to your point, I, I pulled up some stats here. You're talking week 13, Swift goes down, week 14, Hawkinson goes down. Mm-hmm. So these are the these are the four games leading up to that week prior. So starting at week eight, including uh with the bye included. Five targets, six targets, four targets, four targets for St. Brown. Mm-hmm. Week 13, 12 targets, 12 targets, 11 targets, 11 targets, exactly. 11 targets, 10 targets. Clear, clear correlation between these guys going down and Amon Ra being more involved in the offense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, this wide receiver class this year coming out, I would flip them for a first this year and try mm-hmm. to get one of these guys, depending on their landing spot. So check back in when we do our rookie preview uh, next month. Uh, where was I? Oh, they also have Jared Goff. Not the most dominant quarterback. He was number 24 
uh, QB last season. Detroit's offense was 22nd overall. All right, they're still in rebuilding. So mm-hmm. I just, you can't depend on this. It was great. He's a great wide receiver three going down. But wide receiver threes don't get your first round picks. I would flip him. Uh, you could try packaging him, say you need a running back. Help swap some picks and stuff. That's totally fine. But I'm looking to trade up for either this year or next year's first and getting a stud wide receiver and taking a chance on that because you probably spent a second rounder on him uh, last season. I think Jackson drafted him uh, top uh, early the, second. Uh, second round. Yeah, but exactly. I think he auto drafted. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm just saying you want a consistent starter. You need to flip him. I just think, oh, also, combine news. The coaching staff for Detroit, sorry, I'm getting too close into the mic there, getting all excited, (laughs) are talking about getting a wide receiver in free agency and drafting another wide receiver. Yep. There you go. And then Hawkinson and DeAndre Swift taking more because they're still young, even though they've been getting some injuries they're still going to be taking targets away from him. So I think this is the peak value of Amon-Ra, unfortunately. Yeah, I was, you just took the words out of my mouth. I was like, you, you're all, we're also, we haven't even mentioned the surprise wide receiver. That's going to be part of that receiving core this year. Cause they had no wide receivers outside of Amon-Ra St. Brown. What are you talking about? They had Khalif Raymond, Holy <laughs> Cross grad. Come on. He had, a, he had a great season. I'm not trying to take away from Khalif, but, you he know. The, he, he had, like, good, two good weeks. Yeah, yeah. All right, what do you think? We want to jump into uh, one of my guys here? Yes, yes, let's Ooh, go. Th- this one's going to ruffle some feathers, but I think it kind of uh, it kind of goes with the uh, Dalvin Cook news here. So I'm going to say Joe Mixon. So Joe Mixon running back three this season. I think this is this is where his value is at its highest. So if I was looking at trading Dalvin Cook, I probably would have done it last year because now people are looking at his age. Now people are looking at 27 years old. He's going to mm-hmm. be he they he can be uh they, they don't have to pick up his team option next year. He could be going to a different team. There's more question marks around Dalvin Cook. If you know you're not going to compete for a year or two or 3 you got to make these moves early so you can capitalize on the value. If you're a middle of the pack team or a team that's going to be in a rebuild, Joe Mixon trading him right now, you can get so much value from him. He's going to be 26 this year. He's had over 1,100 carries in five seasons. He has been a he has been a total workhorse. He had 350 rushing attempts across 21 games, including the playoffs this year. He's not Derrick Henry. Not everybody is Derrick Henry. Not everyone's going to hold up. This guy has a lot of miles uh, on him. So my prediction this year is that the Bengals either start incorporating P. Ryan and Chris Evans a bit more into the offense to try to save on the miles that they're putting on Joe Mixon. Or I I don't think they go out and get a running back in free agency because Mixon, he still has a pretty hefty contract. So they've spent a lot of money in, in for that running back situation. I think he still has three years remaining 36 mil. So I don't think they go out and get a running back in free agency this year to split the backfield, but they might draft someone or after this year, you might see them try to pick up somebody to split the backfield when Samaje is uh, unrestricted free agent next year. 
I don't know if I love Joe Mixon going forward. He had a lot of question marks going into this season. He he overperformed. Now is the time I think you can trade a guy like Joe Mixon for two first reload. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I actually just swapped him for a first round pick and Chris Carson. Him and Chris Carson are the same player. What's the difference? Joe Mixon is coming off of a running back three season. Chris Carson is coming off of an injury riddled season. But if you look at their history, similar carries, amount of carries per season, similar amount of yards per season, similar amount of rushing touchdowns per season, make those types of moves. I love Chris Carson, but he's coming off a neck injury. I did Mm -hmm. trade for him too. I'm taking the chance. Uh, Reports are that he's doing well with his workouts and they're optimistic. So that's great. But yes, the comparison to Dalvin Cook uh, and Joe Mixon, this is the time to trade him. You're talking about the volume. That's going to go down. And you didn't mention this. The wide receivers on the team, they you can see the second half of the season and into the playoffs, they were more pass happy. The attempts for Joe mm-hmm. Burrow went from 35 to 45. They're going to keep on doing that. They're not, they're not going to run the ball. 30 plus times with Joe Mixon anymore. So yeah, this is the time to trade him. Absolutely two first rounders and a prospect. I wouldn't take anything less than that, Uh, but you can definitely get that. Yeah. Or I think, I think finding a replacement for him and a first round pick, you're still getting value and you're, and if you're, if you're competing, which I intend to compete. And I think that's the difference. I got Chris Carson. I replaced him. I can still compete. And I got a first round pick in addition. I'm happy with that. I plan for the future and I plan for now. Would you do like an Eli Mitchell in a first round? Yeah, I would. Anybody who can put up On similar numbers. Yeah. And, and you can get some, some draft capital in the future. I would make that move. If you're getting a starting running back who could be in the running back one discussion and anything additional, Make that move if you're a competitor. Mm-hmm. If you're yeah. rebuilding, lots of picks. Yeah, lots of picks. If you're rebuilding picks, if you're a contender, a mix, hybrid, <laughs> or <laughs> position of need. Yes. All right. Appreciate it. Right, hit us with your third here. All right. My third one um, I might get sticky, might get stinky. Careful. Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> You're not going to trade him just because he's weird. That you might take a dump on your team, or uh, he might sneak some leeches in your jock strap or something. <laughs> if you listen to our last episode, uh, go back and listen to that. Uh, so he's 38. I'm not going to get bogged down with stats right now. Uh, in this one, we're running out of time. Uh, but he's still undecided, coming from him, undecided on where he's going to end up next season. I don't think he's going to retire, so I'm hoping, this is my play, whether he signs with a team, but I think he's going to go to a different one. The hype is just going to be unreal. He's coming off back-to-back MVP seasons. He has been a top 10 QB his entire career besides two years of injury uh, ending seasons. So uh, he's still going to be there, but you don't want – I didn't want to mention the player, but another old quarterback who has no trade value right now, (laughs) but he might come back and might play somewhere else. Who knows? Uh, You don't want that to happen. So say 
Rodgers moves to Denver, Pittsburgh, Miami. The the hype is going to be unreal. Uh, a few days later, you're going to package deal him to somebody. It, it's time to move on. Get like a Jalen Hurts or one of these sophomore quarterbacks uh, for somebody that's a contender that has them. Like, hell, I'd even put Davis Mills with a first-round pick and just be like, all right, I got the first-round pick and then maybe a starter in Davis Mills or Tua, somebody like that. If you're not a if you're not a contender, you got to move on from him. Uh, Even if you are a contender, I think you need to move on because don't get stuck in that situation I did last year. You didn't win it. Now you're stuck holding the bag, and you don't want that. Absolutely, I I think that's a really good idea. I think even if you are a contender and you're trying to trade uh, and you're trying to replace Rodgers, if you get a guy like Tua, certainly a serviceable quarterback, one quarterback formats. There's not a huge difference between top, you know, top five and the QB five, QB 12 to a first round pick. You, you can't beat that. I don't know how many people would do that, but there are guys who will make those trades. So just keep there them out. Mm-hmm. You probably have four options in your league that people believe in there. They're in the top half. They are a contender. Check their quarterback situation. Be like, listen, like I don't need him. I need to get picks. Uh, I'll take off, I don't know, Zach Wilson. He didn't have a good year, but they invested a second rounder. Maybe they're getting cold feet. Talk to them. Have a conversation with people. Don't be don't be insulting with your trades or anything. Just talk to them. Be like, hey, I don't need him. I'm rebuilding. Uh, would you like would you like uh some leeches and some cleansing? <laughs> would you like uh, to be cleansed of uh I don't know. All the toxins. <laughs> <laughs> Let me take these toxic players off your roster and I'll give you I'll give you Rogers. There you go, man. There you go. <laughs> All right. Last player. Uh, Ooh, what do we got? This is exciting. Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup. Hear me out, yeah, Mac. Boom. Tough acting to acting. <laughs> you hit me with that one. Okay. Hear, hear me out, dude. He just dude just won the triple crown for receiving. His value is never, ever getting any higher than what it is right now. Uh, if you had Cooper Cup, you likely were a contender. You're likely, you know, somebody who can can try to run it back and try to win. I understand that. Listen to me. Cooper Cup has played. That was his first full season where he was healthy. That's my first point. Point number two, he had over 100 receptions. And that was the first time he had gone over a hundred receptions and he only had one other season where he went over a thousand yards, which was in 2019. He had 1160 yards. That was nearly 800 fewer yards than he had this year. I understand that Matt Stafford is an upgrade from Jared Goff. Jared Goff is not a terrible quarterback. We just talked about, (laughs) we just talked about how he was throwing the ball to Amon Ross St. Brown. How did he do at the end of last season? How did TJ Hawkinson do last year? How did DeAndre Swift do last year? Players still put up fantasy points when they have Jared Goff as their quarterback. Cooper Cup is not going to repeat what he did this year. So we never saw the OBJ, Robert Woods, Cooper Cup trio. Then you throw on Van Jefferson, you throw in Tyler uh, Higby. That's a lot of weapons. 
a lot of weapons. He's he's still going to be tremendous. I'm not saying he's going to be a bad player. I'm saying he's not going to be wide consensus wide receiver one, triple crown winner. He, I think he's probably going to be more like wide receiver 10 through 14. And I think if you can get a number of picks, a young prospect, I'll, I'm not saying just give him away. I'm saying try to try to get everything that you can for Cooper Cup right now because this is going to be your best chance at doing that, even if you are a contender. I just traded Cooper Cup for Darnell Mooney, a couple of first-round picks, a couple of second-round picks, and Russell Wilson. I'm okay with that. I'm mm-hmm. totally okay with that. That's a mm-hmm. big, big load for Cooper Cup. I know what I said. <laughs> the cups fill overflowing. Dar- Dar- you get a guy like Darnell Mooney, who was in the wide receiver two range, right? Borderline wide receiver three. I'm not exactly sure where he landed. He's got a lot of upside. He could sneak into that like low end or mid tier wide receiver two, 17, 18. And if Cooper Cup is slipping, and you traded wide receiver 10 for wide receiver 18, a ton of draft capital, a good quarterback. You've won that trade. You won the trade. So that's my stance on Cooper Cup. You got anything else to cover there? Are you like, are you in total shock or how you feeling? It's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for him. Uh, I like it. That trade, there's a bit more details that you just talked about with Russell Wilson. You needed a quarterback. You inherited the league. It was a salary cap one. And you, mm-hmm. all in context, yes, you had to do it. Even just a straight up dynasty, not premium, not super flex. I'm trading Cooper Cup. I'm ranking him. I don't know. This this part uh, that you're noting back to uh, range of 10 to 12 wide receiver. You don't think mm-hmm. he'll be the wide receiver. You got to rank him as a wide receiver one top three next year. In redraft leagues, I I don't think he's there. I personally don't think was. he'll. Be, I don't think he'll be there if you have OBJ Woods Cup Van Jefferson Higby. If OBJ doesn't come back, I think right. he can. I think Higby, there's a good chance. Don't don't insult Cup by putting Higby in there. I'm just saying there's a lot of there are a lot of other players where targets can go and your volume shrinks mm. by a lot. I mean, if you're talking about the difference between like OBJ as a third or Woods as a third to Van Jefferson. It's a big difference in targets there. That's what I'm trying to say. It's Cooper cup though. <laughs> yeah. One year, man, one Doesn't year. Matter. He like exploded. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. He's number one for me. I would give you three first round picks for Cooper cup right now. If I had him, <laughs> but I don't look at my roster. I'll give you DK Metcalf, my 24 first rounder, and Dalvin Cook for Cooper Cup right now. Perfect. Let's go make that deal. (laughs) Seriously? I'll do it. Uh, (sighs) Yeah. So it is tricky. It sucks. He's coming off the number one. But realistically, will he be number one? No. Players rarely repeat. But I think he'll be top five. I think it's a bit insulting to say that he'll be on the lower end. That's kind of mean of you. And I think we need to ban you from the show. <laughs> uh, we've been going on a bit long here, but yeah, I I wouldn't be too worried about all the targets because he had Robert Woods for the first handful of games. 
who was disappointing if you had Robert Woods, but Cup was just dominant. They need him. You saw it in the Super Bowl. They're like, all right, screw this. Just throw the ball to Cup. Use your easy button. That's going to be their game plan. We'll see how OBJ comes back from his injury. Like That just happened in February, second week of February. It's going to be hard to get him going. Uh, we'll in the beginning of the season. Yeah, I mean, it's a risk. You're all, you're always taking the risk. But yes, you are right. His peak value is now. Definitely trade him if you can. But for a ton. For, for a three ton. For, for three first round picks, for two first round picks and a prospect for two first round picks and a first round pick caliber type. Yes, Rashad Bateman That's and Elijah younger. Moore and yeah. Amon Ross St. Brown, even mm-hmm. if you threw him in with a couple of picks, mm-hmm. you know, those those picks I would do. I mean, those yeah. trades I would do. Can't be can't be cheap. That's for sure. Uh, definitely win that trade if you're going to part ways with him. Uh, all right. Uh, honorable mentions. Just name me a name without any context. DK Metcalf. <laughs> Derek Henry. All right. Uh, if you want to get our thoughts on that, you can hit us up on our socials. Just a tip. FFP. Slide in our DMs. Uh, find out why we would move on from those guys. Uh, or leave a comment. Maybe we'll reply back in the comments. YouTube. Just a tip. A fantasy football podcast. If you are listening to us on Apple and Spotify, you can rate us there. Be much appreciated. Download the episodes. Share our tips with your friends and family. Uh, thank you, everybody, who is supporting us. I know it's the off season, so... Maybe you're just bored, checking us out, distracting uh, from the world nowadays. And we're just we're here to try to give you that outlet. I uh, hope you guys had fun like we have. Uh, I don't know, Ryan. I wouldn't say it was our best episode, but probably 10 to 12, wouldn't you say? <laughs> yeah, I'd say that's about right. <laughs> Great. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? <laughs> Wait, what? No, nothing. You're good. Uh, it's a great, okay. great, great episode, but yeah, man, it wasn't. It wasn't. You know, number one by far. Tra- no. You can trade it. You can make a good trade for it. You can trade this. You can trade up. Uh, all right, let's get into our leftovers. Uh, you want to go first or me? Uh, I'll take. I'll go first here. Uh, right. Real quick, reach your on Amazon. Don't waste your time. Terrible, worst acting I've seen in recent memory. <laughs> I made it about twenty minutes in, and uh, that was all. All I had. Amazon's pretty disappointed <laughs> with their shows. Uh, I got I got two leftovers for you, but uh, yeah, I'm I'm not gonna check out Jack Reacher. I'm sorry you put yourself through that. Uh, on HBO Max, though, the oh no, it's on Amazon. I'm sorry, <laughs> getting distracted. I have I have so much stuff. I've been catching up on a lot of Batman stuff, so I'll get to that with my real leftover. But my one dumpling sitting in the in the box I'm grabbing out of the fridge, the Val Kilmer uh, documentary on Amazon mm. is is pretty good. It's, he documented like 40 years of his life, uh, his whole acting career and stuff. But he uh, throat cancer, lost his voice. So he has to use the mic machine thing. Uh, so his son narrates it. But very good documentary on his life. Uh it's pretty cool. But my real leftover in the Batman. Uh, I'm trying to stay off social media. But I'm listening to the Sports Hub. I'm going to call them out. Toucher and Rich. In the morning. Driving around. And they have 
a bit that they do uh, watching, uh, bird watching. So they critique or give a review, non-spoiler, they advertise. I'm like, all right, cool. I listen to it. There's a spoiler in it. And they claim it's not. So uh, they, I was tweeting at them. I'm like, that that is a spoiler. And I lay it out for them. And they just keep on for the past couple days still saying there's some angry guy on Twitter. I'm like, I'm not angry. I'm just annoyed. I'm like, that is a spoiler. Uh, I need to play the outro music. Uh, we're finishing up here, guys. I'm sorry. But I you're just not, need a You're not going to say it here, right? You're just going to. I'm leave not. It there. No. Yeah. Good. I'm not going to hear it. So if you guys were listening to the sports hub and they were saying an angry guy on Twitter, that was me. That <laughs> 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 the, what he implied in his review, and I'm like, that's a spoiler. Without saying it, you still you still spoil the movie. And very disappointing. I tried calling him, but then they're like. They had a guest on. I'm like, well, I'm not waiting on hold for an hour. You have this guy on for an hour. Like, <laughs> forget it. Not worth it. But I'm looking forward tomorrow in IMAX. Ooh. It's going to be great. Best Batman movie is going to be, in my opinion. Calling it now. It's a good I will call. Give and that's a, why. <laughs> a spoiler filled review next episode <laughs> in my leftovers. <laughs> There you go. That's why you should listen to Just the Tip, a fantasy football podcast over the Sports Hub. Mm -hmm. Just take the tips like your mom does. Goodbye. Well, Dak, here's the deal. I'm the best there is, plain and simple. I mean, I wake up in the morning, I piss excellence.